Welcome to Global Broadcasting, where together we learn how to live successfully and triumphantly as kingdom absolutes for Christ Jesus upon the earth as we sit and learn at his feet. Today we'll continue in our series and kicking the poverty mentality, learning how to be free and immune to the financial recession and depression oppressing our world today. We will be seeing today the orphan mentality of poverty and how it keeps us bound from living the life of victory and of abundance that Jesus Christ died on the cross for us to have. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 20 says, For you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirits which are God's. Knowing your right in Christ Jesus is the third best discovery you'll ever make in life after your new birth in Christ Jesus, after your baptism of the Holy Spirit and knowing who you are in him. Many do not realize that at new birth, we have been bought with a prize of with the prize of the blood in Christ Jesus. And now we have access to heaven's best via the help of the Holy Spirit. For scripture says to us that as many as believed him to them gave he the power to become the sons of God. We see that over in John 1 verse 12. Now Romans 5 verse 8 says, But God commands his son, commends his love towards us, saying that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Verse 9 of the same chapter moves on to say, Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, how much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. You see, when Christ Jesus died on the cross, he paid the price for our redemption. He paid the price for our liberty. He paid the price for us to be born anew in God. So no more are we citizens of the earth, but now we are citizens of heaven. If you remember what he said over in the book of Colossians, he said when we believed in him, he translated us out of darkness into the marvelous light of the Lord. He translated us out of the kingdom of of the enemy, the kingdom of Satan, into the kingdom of light, into Jesus's league in glory, being born anew by the Spirit, and whatsoever is born of the Spirit is Spirit, and whatsoever is born of God is God's, meaning that we are now sons of God. We are now being made anew. No longer are we open to the evils of this world. No more are we on our own. The evil mentality has always been that we are on our own and we have to fend for ourselves and we have to defend ourselves and we have to make things work for ourselves and we have to look for our daily living. But no, over in God, in Christ Jesus, we are now God's and he now has the responsibility of providing for us. And how does it do that? By giving us divine ideas, divine concept, releasing the blessing, releasing the grace, releasing the enabling power for us to be able to live this life victorious 
seriously and triumphantly. You're no longer to live on your own terms. You're now to live on God's terms. And by doing that, you have accepted the covenant that was caught in blood between the Father and the Son on our behalf that we should live this life victoriously and triumphantly. And that was why Jesus said, I have come that you should have life and have it much more abundantly. And it displayed it by feeding the 5,000, feeding the, the, the 7,000. The disciples were besides themselves saying, how is this even possible? We cannot feed these people, send them away. And I remember a time the Holy Spirit said to me, Specifically, uh, specifically concerning this scripture, saying this has been the mistake, the arbitrage of this generation to think that haven't received me as Lord and haven't paid attention to my word. There, I will send them away to depart, to go fend for themselves. So, no, from the abundance of your encounter with me, you ought to be fed. What does that mean? He satisfies our mouth with good things so that our youth is renewed by the, like the eagles. He establishes his covenant with us. When we received Jesus Christ, he established it for us to be satisfied. He said, I will grant you the desires of my heart. If you delight yourself in me, I will grant you the desires of my heart. And the first thing about delighting ourselves in the Lord is first believing in him, believing in his word, receiving his word, walking in the light of scripture, following his lead. Remember what the psalmist said. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. I do not want. We are not orphans. We're not by ourselves. We're not alone. Yes, you're in this world, but you're not of this world. You belong to God and he has the responsibility of catering for you. It doesn't matter how bad the economy in your country may be. Jesus is saying, I am your supply house. I am your, your supply and your satisfaction. I am your leader. I am your shepherd. I am your God. I am your father. I am your mother. Yes, you might have your physical parents and you ought to respect them. Glory to Jesus for that. But the first parent you have is God. He is the one who supplies all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He is the one that ensures that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. He is the one that watches your back even when everything is crumbling around you, ensuring you're not hurt, ensuring you're preserved, ensuring you're, you're provided for because it is his will for your life that you shall prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers in him. And I see that being your testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. And so we see over in the book of Romans 8, beginning from verse 14, all the way down to verse 19, he says, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, wherein we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ Jesus. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature waits for the manifestations of the sons of God. And we are that sons. You are the son of God. You've believed in Christ Jesus. 
Have you believed in him? Have you held fast to his word? Have you received him as your personal Lord and Savior? Then you are the son of God. And you, if you are the son of God, you are joined as with Christ Jesus. You are co-inheritors of heaven and earth. And Jesus is saying, only believe Hold fast to my word. Let me lead you. Like the psalmist said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. If he is your shepherd, you cannot want. If he is your shepherd, he will lead you beside still waters. He will restore your soul. He will lead you in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. It doesn't matter. Your supply is not dependent on the economy of your nation or the situation of the governance in your nation, but it is dependent on the kingdom of God, which never shakes, which never moves, which never goes bankrupt which never fails, which never can be defeated, not go into recession. And that is his will for your life, for you to tr be translated into that kingdom that never fails because you ought always to be supplied for. It is his will. It is his vow. It is his covenant to you. It is part of the covenant package that Jesus came to cut between us and God through himself. That we should always be supplied for, but we need to trust him. Yes, the map of seasons when it seems as though you are experiencing one level of lack or one or the other. But Jesus is saying, if you will trust me, I will judge that wicked force that is trying to bring the curse back on you. And I will establish my blessing with you. Remember the story of Abraham. The Lord called him out of his father's house, out of his kindred, kindred to a land that he will show him. And through the famines and the pestilence, he was provided for. And Isaac in the same vein, when the famine came, that was even much more grievous than that in his, the days of his father. The Lord said to him, do not go down to Egypt. Do not trust the world system. I'm jumping ahead of myself here, but I guess can't help it. Because you need to know the truth of this word that lives and abides forever. Having the seal of the blood of Jesus Christ, the priceless blood, the blood of the righteous one himself being shed on the cross for you, for your liberty, for your deliverance, for your safety, for your wellness, for your abundance, for all of your needs to be met, that you shall be free and free from the hold of poverty, lack, and want. You do not have to die in that situation. Believe Jesus. Hold on to his word. Trust in him. Lean into him and let him speak to you. His words of wisdom that is sure to get you out of that situation and challenge that you're in. Quit trying to fix it on your own because you can't. Isaac tried to do that. He tried to trust in the world system to go down to Egypt. But Jesus said to him, don't do that. The Lord said, don't do that. Stay in this land that I've placed you in. You don't just want to move from town to town because things have gone rough and bad. But you want to hear from the Lord. Lord, what will you have me do? And he will reveal to you because you're not an orphan. You're not by yourself. You're not alone. You have the Lord for your father. Because he said, you have the spirit whereon you cry, Abba, Father, I have a father who is rich, who is great, who is wonderful, who is marvelous, who is kind, who is just, and is able to meet me at my very point of need. And so we see over in the book of Galatians 1, 
uh, 4, beginning from verse 1. It says, Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, Galatians 4, verse 1 to uh, 10, if you're following with, with your Bible, Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differs nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all, but is under the tutor and the governess until the time appointed of the father. Even so, we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth the Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth his Spirit to, of his Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore, you are no more a servant, but a son. Did you see that? Wherefore, you are no more a servant, but a son. Wherefore, you are no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ Jesus. How be it then, when you knew not God, you did service unto them which by nature are no gods. You serve the world system. You served the system that has been put in place by the enemy himself, the devil. But now that you have known God, or rather are known of God, how turn you again to the weak and beggarly elements, whereunto you desire again to be in bondage. You observe days and months and times and years. How then can you be set free from such? And we see over in uh, chapter 5, he went on to establish this truth all through you in your personal study. I'll encourage you to keep reading. He established there in chapter 4 that we are not the sons of the bond woman, but the sons of the free. And if we are sons of the free, we ought also to stand in the liberty where we've been made free. And how are we the children of the free? Because we're children of the grace. We're children of the grace of God that was brought to us through Christ Jesus, because Jesus came from that lineage of Abraham down through David, down through Joseph. And he went through all of that covenant lineage to be born, establishing the grace of God with us. And so no longer are we on our own by ourselves, but we now have God as our father. And if we have him as our father, then we now have the established son owed of his blood for our needs to be met for our abundance to be sure for our prosperity upon the earth to be established irrespective of what is going on in the world i have a word for you today the world has not come to an end until the lord says so so do not quit do not put your faith aside it's time for you rather to take up the truth of God's word, run with it unto your establishment, unto your freedom, unto your victory, because Jesus has paid that price once and for all time for us to be free from the hold and bondage of the enemy. You are not alone. You are not alone. Jesus is with you and he has vowed to bring you into abundance if you will trust him, if you will hold fast to his word, because that is his will for your life. And so we move on 
to Colossians 2 verse 6 to 13. Because we need to see this for ourselves. This shouldn't be an, just a handed down information. This has to be a personal revelation. For us to be able to trust him in the midst of the times we live in. And even the times that is yet to come upon the world. Jesus said until the father says so, even he doesn't know the end. But while in the midst of all of this, your exemption is sure. Because for those who believe him, to them gave he the power to become sons of God, to be immune to what is going on in the world, to dominate because the earth waits for the manifestations of the sons of God who you are. And so though the world is saying there is a casting down, you will be declaring there is a lifting up. Quit thinking poverty. Quit thinking you are by yourself. Quit thinking that you have to make things happen for yourself. You have Jesus who has paid the price. And all you need to do is to trust him, follow his lead, and everything is going to be all right. And so we see over in Colossians 2 verse 6 to 13, it says, And you, having therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk you in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith as you have been taught, according therein with thanksgiving. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of man, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ Jesus. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him. Did you see that? And you are complete in him who is the head of all principalities and powers in whom also you are circumcised with a circumcision made without hands in putting off the body of sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ buried with him in baptism wherein also you are reasoned with him through the faith of the operation of God, who has raised him from the dead, and you've been dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of the flesh, as he quickened together with him. Notice, he has quickened you together with him. He has quickened you together with him. You're not your own. You're not by yourself. He has quickened you together with him. You are now with Christ. You don't have to feel it. You're quickened together with him. You have him as your senior partner. You're not by yourself. You're quickened together with him. You are now with him as your brother, your senior brother, your blood brother. In his blood, you are now together with him and so he gives you the wisdom you need to live your life victoriously he opens doors before you that can never be shut because you're now quickened together with him and it says walk through the store because it leads to the increase you seek it leads to the abundance you seek it leads to the prosperity you seek it leads to the victory you seek it leads to the manifestations of my grace and my blessing and my anointing within you because we are quickened together with him. You are quickened together with him. Having forgiven you all your trespasses. Once the sin is gone, the curse is destroyed. And this was exactly what Jesus did for us on the cross. He destroyed the hold of that sin. He became sin for us. 
He who knew no sin became sin for us, that we should become the righteousness of God in him. He blotted out the handwriting of ordinance, of sins, of accusations from the pit of hell. He blotted them all out for us on this cross and nailed it to his cross and having spoiled principalities and powers for us he made a public show of them openly triumphing over them in it we see that from verse uh, 14 to verse 15 of the same Colossians 2 so you're now but you're not your own you're now bought with the price of the blood of Jesus Christ you now belong to God you are now the son of God sons join heirs with God sonships means maturity so this is not a gender term as long, as far as the kingdom is concerned sonship talks about maturity in God it talks about oneness with God so it's not a gender term it is an equipping term. It is a position term. It is an air term, who you are in him. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Oh, give him thanks because he loves you. Give him thanks because he cares for you. Give him thanks because you mean so much to him and he is your God. He will never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He is your father. He is your friend. He is your Lord. He is your supply. He is your all in all. Give him praise. Give him praise. Oh, Jesus, we celebrate you. We celebrate you. Thank you for making us as with you in Christ Jesus. Thank you for making us join us with Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We bless your name. Glory to you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we've given thanks. And so maybe you've been listening to me and you're yet to make Jesus Christ the Lord of, of your life. Jesus is saying, it's never too late. It doesn't matter how far gone you might have been. You can come home now. I'm knocking at the door of your heart because I love you so much. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He doesn't want you to perish. He wants everything to be well with you. He wants everything to be well with you. Oh, he wants everything. Everything I say, everything to be well with you. Everything, every single thing to be well with you. And all you need is to receive him into your heart today. That is all he requires. Receive me. Let me come in. Surrender your life to me. Let me do my work in your life. And you'll be shocked how things will begin to work in your favor. Because in my presence is fullness of joy. And at my right hands are pleasures forevermore. In me is life. In me is light. My life is the light of men and that light shines in darkness and the darkness, no matter how dark it is in this world. And by the dark one himself, the devil, it doesn't matter when the light of Christ shines in there, he flees because light and darkness can never cohabit. When you step into the room and you put on the light, darkness must step out immediately. The dominance of light over darkness is instant and unquestionable. So all you need to do is to join me in this prayer. Say with me, Heavenly Father, you can raise up your right hands to heaven. Also, if you have received Jesus, but at a certain point you slept, you missed it, you slipped, and everything went back to the old things you used to 
be and believe and do before it's time to return home now. Jesus is calling you. Don't hold back. He wants to be your help and your supply. And all you need to do is to join me in this prayer. Raise up your right hands to heaven and focus your gaze upon Jesus and say this with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I come before you today. I repent of my sins and I repent of the past and every evil it stands for. Take my life, Lord Jesus Christ, and do something beautiful with it. I make you my personal Lord and Savior. Jesus, I believe you came to this world. You died and in the third day you rose again so that I might be justified, so that I might be saved, so that I might be forgiven. Thank you, everlasting Father, for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. I make you my personal Lord and Savior. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, we've prayed and given thanks. Amen. Congratulations. You've said that prayer with me. Heaven is full of joy. Why? Because you've just stepped out of darkness into God's manifold, manifold light. And all you need is to begin to spend time in the word because faith in God comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The joy, the hope you're feeling in your heart right now is because you just heard the word of God and you need to develop that. You need to grow in that so that the enemy wouldn't cheat you anymore. Whatever you lost before now came to be so because you didn't know. But the minute you begin to have assisted light. Your freedom is sure. Your testimony is sure. You're able to take back what the enemy stole from you by believing in the Lord. And he will strengthen your heart. Open doors before you that can never be shut. Doors of favor. Doors of blessings. Doors of increase beyond your wildest imagination. All you need to do once again is to trust and obey his lead. Follow his guide in your life and you will be fine. Praise Jesus. Praise Master Jesus. And so uh, have a wonderful and a glorious, glorious day ahead of you today. Remember, you can tune in uh, all across our uh, social media platform on Instagram, on Facebook, on Tumblr, at Glow Broadcasting. You can leave us a message. Let's know what God is doing in your life. Also, you can stay tuned to listen uh, across all podcast channels, uh, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher, all major Amazon, all major uh, podcast channel channels. Therefore, have a wonderful and a glorious day ahead of you today. Remain ever blessed. Why? Because Jesus Christ is Lord. And remember, you are born to win and to reign in life. Therefore, Quit that often mentality and see yourself as a son of God. Peace and bye for now.